Good morning, everyone, and happy Friday. This is uh, the Automation Morning Show for, let's see, today is Friday. It is August 4th, 2023, and I'm Sean Tierney from the Automation Blog and School. And this is our daily roundup of automation news. And uh, just hoping you all, your Friday's off to a great start. And I am looking forward to the weekend. I'm hoping to come back Monday at 100%. This cold is almost gone. But in any case, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the news. And first up, I just want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor for, today, for today's show. Blah, and that is theautomationschool.com. Theautomationschool.com, where you'll find training on PLCs, HMIs, and SCADA products. With that said, let's go ahead and jump right into the news. And first up, we have a press release from the good folks over at Inductive Automation. They just launched their new Alliance Partner Program. And a lot of vendors have these. I just thought it was interesting to see who were their first partners. And uh, first up, we have Amazon Web Services, AWS. And then that's followed by Belden, who uh, we now know make a lot of other products besides Wire. Um, Plantformance, which sounds familiar, but I've, I've never uh, talked to those folks. Maybe I can get them on the podcast. And then Stratus, who we have had on the podcast, and they do a lot of edge devices and, um, you know, hub backup PCs and whatnot. So congratulations to Inductive for um, launching their new program. From there, we go over to another press release. This one's from the good folks over at Schneider Electric, and they're launching a new managed security service for operational environments. And what does that mean? Well, if you don't have the expertise in-house to uh, manage your OT network security, you could outsource that to Schneider and have them come in and secure your OT network. So very interesting. I know Schneider and a lot of these very large companies do offer lots of services. And to see that they're getting into this was very interesting. So I wanted to share that with you this morning. From there, we go over to a new product announcement from the good people over at Balif. And uh, it, the article's entitled Simple and Good, New Generation of IO-Link Sensor Actuator Hubs. And this is about two of their brand new products. And they have a great video here that goes into the manufacturing of this actual unit. It's pretty cool. And um, in any case, some of the big high points on this, you were looking at uh, two products here. They have one that's 16 inputs, and then they have one that's uh, eight in and eight out. They are available in MPN and PNP uh, variants. Um, and uh, you can see here from the picture, they're translucent, which I thought was cool. But uh, also, um, they're using the latest technology, so they uh, boast fast and effective signal transmission due to the COM3 transmission standard. Now, a lot of times when you're using IO-Link devices, you see COM1, COM2. You don't see COM3, right? So uh, very interesting stuff there, and uh, congratulations to um, Balif on releasing their latest generation IO modules for IO-Link. From there, we go over to Antera, and they're announcing new 5 gigahertz wireless AP client bridge uh, radio, uh, radios, wireless radios for point-to-point -point and multi-point applications. They come in two flavors. There's a kit. So if you have to bridge two buildings and you don't want to run wire, sometimes that can be very expensive and it's easier just to put radios up. Um, they have a kit with two paired radios and then they have the standalones, of course. Now, the specs on these, first of all, it supports up to 867 megabits, okay? So um, a lot of our systems are running 100, 100 megabits, so that, and that's close to a gigabit. So it's fairly fast, and uh, it's based on 5 gigahertz. We already talked about that. Supports 802.11 A, N, and AC. Very important there. And um, 
you know, it's, it can be used for either point-to-point -point or point-to-multi-point. Now, this is built on uh, a Qualcomm chipset, and it does include a built-in 14 dBi MIMO uh, directional antenna. So uh, those are all the specs on this. If you're looking for something like this, this does support power over Ethernet, or you can provide power via 12 volts DC, and uh, it supports minus 22 degrees to 113 degrees. So um, that is, that's a very wide range, right? Um, probably not wide enough on the low end up for up here, because we do get under minus 22 occasionally, but I'm sure you could defeat that with a small heater. But in any case, I wanted to pass that on. It seems like a very interesting new product. From there, we go over to SMC and they have a new two-port solenoid valve. This is direct operated. And uh, you can see they're uh, promoting uh, drinking water with this product. So it is NSF ANSI 61 certified. And uh, there's uh, the model numbers, if you're listening and you can't see, HF3JSX. HF3JSX, that's the series. You see there's uh, three different models and what differs between them we can see is the port size and the uh, orifice diameter. So there's a good picture of it right there. And now uh, a final new product for this morning is new shrouds for EAO's uh, HMI or push button panels. Um, these are designed specifically when you're wearing gloves and you need help guiding your finger to the right button and to avoid accidental, accidental presses. So I wanted to share that with you. Now uh, we get to our spotlight product today and this is the Automation Schools Compact Logics Level 1 and 2 course. Like all their courses, you get lifetime access and support when you enroll in this course. Um, if you get the Level 1 and 2, you also get the new 2023 edition at completely free. It's also on sale, $50 off, because I do plan on adding some more. You can see I get the hardware out. I'm starting to set up to start filming all my courses. Um, I do plan on bringing this course to parity with the Control Logics course before I go and refilm both courses from scratch. So in any case, um, you'll find out more information here. Of course, you can call them and leave a voicemail if you have questions or contact them if you wanna just drop them an email, use the contact link there as well. From there, we go over to our first article and this is from OnLogix. Now this is, uh, what is mean time between failure? And I know back in the day when we would get specifications for large projects, they would ask for the mean time between failure for all the products that they were purchasing or, or we were quoting. And um, it's very important, and it's not just like the average of how long it takes a product to fail. It's a little bit more complicated than that. And it's actually some very interesting uh, information you can get by looking at MTBFs. And uh, as you would expect, you know, things that are low voltage and completely DC have a very low mean time between failure and the higher voltage and, you know, like relays and whatnot, they're gonna have a, a much, uh, much uh, quicker uh, mean time between failure. But in any case, I thought Onlogix did a great job of describing it. This is good for anybody out there who doesn't know what MTBF is or wants a refresher, or if you have any junior people on your staff who may not be familiar with what MTBF is. And you'll be surprised, there's a lot of people out there who don't know what it means. And uh, it can be crucial, especially if you're working on large projects to make sure the products you get are gonna last and they don't have a, a high failure rate. So with that, I wanna go over to our next article. And this is kind of a tongue in cheek article. I enjoyed it though. It's from Schneider Electric and it's, uh, an alphabet of the digital business transformation. And uh, the author goes through from uh, Z to A and talks about uh, you know, what he thinks are the most important things to think about 
when it comes to digital transformation. And, um, you know, it's a tongue in cheek and I, I enjoyed reading it. You know, you may want to look at this and say, what did he leave off? Or, you know, maybe he should have left some of these things off. But, you know, some of the examples I'll give you here is like for M and L, so a twofer, he, um, he used machine learning as the word and he goes through and describes what he thinks about that. Uh, for I, he used uh, IIoT. So, in any case, terms we're all very familiar with. So, in any case, um, I thought that was an enjoyable article and I wanted to share it with you this morning. From there, we go over to what I thought was an excellent uh, uh, application profile from ABB and how they deployed robots to help White Castle speed up the uh, packaging of their burgers. So, just talking about this is making me hungry. But in any case, um, uh, there's a great article here. There's also a great video showing a lot of what's going on in White Castle and the packaging, which are always very fun videos to watch, right? But in any case, I thought they did an excellent job going through and talking about how they were trying to in increase employee safety and increase uh, packaging times. And uh, it was just a really good article and, and bonus video that goes along with it. From there, we go over to a, uh, another application story. And I thought this was interesting because it's about a product I haven't heard much of lately. It's about Delta V. Now, when I think of Delta V, I think of a DCS system that's controlling an entire plant. But in this application profile, they're actually profiling a, uh, a, a modular bioreactors, right? So these are standalone uh, bioreactors. If you can't see the picture on the screen, it's like a tank on, 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 a, on a skid with maybe a control panel. And uh, they're deploying Delta V on these. And uh, the goal here was to be very modular. So you could have one, you could have 10, you could have 100. And uh, I thought it was very interesting, a good read. If you're into those type of things, um, I think you'll enjoy this as well. And it's, it was good to, to see uh, some new news about Delta V. From there, we go over to our downloads today. And there was only one download of interest when I went through everything. And that was uh, a new update for Cymatic S7 PLC SIM Advanced version 5.0. So this is update two. So any of you who are using uh, PLC SIM Advanced, you may want to check this out and grab this update if it applies to you. From there, we go over to our video of the day. And this is from the good folks over at Software Toolbox. And this is a video talking about what you can change when top server is running. So if you're using top server, I know a lot of people use it with InTouch, um, you may want to check this out because this really goes through and documents what you can and can't do uh, while the system is running. And if you want to know what's in the video, it's a seven minute video, you can see here they summarize it right below it. So you can know if it applies to you or not. From there, we go over to manuals. Only found a couple of new manuals today. The first one, if you're using the Omron NYE Industrial Panel PC, there's a new manual available on that. And um, we saw earlier in the week that Schneider Electric released their digest, I think it was 178, that's their master catalog. I don't know if you can hear this, but there is a helicopter flying over the house right now. Um, uh, but in any case, um, this is the Digest Catalog 01. It's the load center, kind of an expert excerpt of the load centers from the catalog. So if you need a load center catalog from Schneider, it's right here. And uh, finally, I have this uh, a new article in the off-topic section of the show. Uh, these are cool articles that deal with science and technology. They don't really actually fit in automation, but I thought you guys would enjoy. Um, and this is entitled... The supercapacitor, oh, I'm sorry. This supercapacitor is made from concrete and carbon. And I thought this was really interesting because these scientists, they created a supercapacitor by adding carbon black to uh, cement, right? Just plain old cement. 
And uh, Cobb and Black, if you don't know, it goes all the way back in history. It was used as an ink. Um, they even say that the Dead Sea Scrolls were written using Cobb and Black. But in any case, I can't verify that. I wasn't around back then. But uh, in any case, so what they did is they mixed it with uh, cement to create um, uh, a supercapacitor. And the story goes through this. Now, this is nothing new in science or science fiction, having buildings and roads capture energy during the day and release it for the occupants to use at night, whether it's heat or electricity or whatnot. But I thought this was something new and interesting, and I wanted to share it with you. And uh, one of the interesting pieces about this is they couldn't put more than 10% carbon black inside of the cement or else the cement would start to get brittle. So I thought that was an interesting fact as well. So if, you're, if you think this is interesting, go ahead and check that out. And from there, I just wanna throw out a reminder that if you think I missed any news today, check out the uh, submit uh, news tip at that link is at theautomationblog.com and at automate.news. So, uh, and you can just use this form to say hi too. From there, I also want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, theautomationschool.com. If you or anybody you know is looking for PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please tell them to check out theautomationschool.com. I also saw our chat came in, and um, uh, it's a question that's not related to the subject. So I'm going to say we're going to stay on topic this morning uh, and, uh, and talk about automation. But uh, you guys can always contact me on any platform. You can send me a message. If they ask me anything, just keep it clean. Keep it clean. Um, from there, we go over to automation.locals.com. And uh, just a reminder, you can join our community for just $2 a month. I'm hoping on Tuesday to do our first live stream, of course, which you'll be able to watch afterwards. But uh, in any case, uh, that's automation.locals.com. That's our community. And thanks to everyone who's joined up for $2 a month to support our show. And just a reminder, while all 1,500 plus articles and videos over at theautomationblog.com are completely free, um, you know, we make offline of, uh, content collections available if you want to support our work. And that includes uh, ebooks on control logics and compact logics, as well as video collections on everything we've covered, like the S7 PLCs, MicroLogics, Micro 800, and more. And with that, um, I did check into that order that didn't go through yesterday, and it was somebody who didn't know the CCV on their credit card, which probably means it wasn't their credit card, so that happens. I mean, all you have to do is flip the card over to see the CCV, right? So in any case, we'll go from there. Uh, just to remind you that if you don't have enough coffee cups and t-shirts yet, we sell several different uh, flavors over at the automationblog.com forward slash shop. And from there, the final reminder for today's show, it, every single link I've covered in all, I guess this is episode 82 now for this year, all 82 episodes, every single link you'll find at automate.news. There's no www, there's no .com, it's automate.news. And um, after the show, after this live stream is done, and I edit and upload the, uh, the show to the other video destinations and the podcast locations, um, and today, because today's Friday, I put together a compilation and release it tomorrow called Automation This Week. So if you've got a couple hours and you just want to have it on the background, you can listen to all five episodes from this week as one episode as this automation this week. Um, but in any case, um, after that's all done, I'll come up here and I'll start adding them. And they will be listed in the order in which I presented them. So, and you can filter these. Right now, you can really only filter by topics like is it an event, press release, and so on. But uh, we will have filtering by vendors in the future. And with that, I just want to thank you all for tuning in today and joining me to take a look at what's new in industrial automation. And I want to wish you all a very happy, safe, and healthy Friday and weekend. 
And until next time, my friends, peace.